Hello, and welcome to Bipolar Thoughts. My name is Steven, and I'll be your host. Today's episode, I just wanted to say it will sound a little bit more scripted. I am going to go off script, um, but because of the nature of this particular series, I wanted it to feel a little bit more scripted, um, a little bit more, uh, how you say, um, informational, um, I guess is the word I'm looking for. This episode is the connection between bipolar disorder and intelligence. Um, I wanted to cover the, I wanted to cover this because I, I thought, I always thought of myself as an, an intelligent person, um, but since I've gotten my diagnosis of bipolar and then ADHD on top of that, you know, plus some other things, it, it's just made me start to question, am I as smart as I, you know, as I think I am? And then now I'm in college, so, and I'm a, way older than all my peers, so I'm like, and like and I'm sitting in class and like they're answering all these questions and I'm like I feel dumb most of the time <clears throat> and it's just I don't know it causes insecurities which is something I talked about in one of my past episodes um and I did want this episode to be a little bit different um again because it is going to be scripted but not scripted I guess um I will still still be kind of throwing in my little anecdotes here and there um but I really wanted this to be something that's not just me rambling. Um, this episode's going to be made up uh, of research from several different resources. And if you want to know more information, um, just a quick re- quick search on uh, of bipolar disorder on Google being whatever. Um, we'll bring you tons of results. I would strongly suggest looking for something with a .org um, ending because those tend to be a little bit more... Not just informational, but they seem to be a little bit more accurate on the information that they're they're presenting, um, like such the Mayo Clinic or John Hopkins University or the Cleveland Clinic. Uh, any of those are great resources to find out a lot of information. Just stay away from Web fucking MD. That is garbage. It's gonna tell you that you're gonna die even if you get a hangnail. <clears throat> it's ridiculous. Um, that being said, because of all this information, I'm going to have to break this down into several different episodes. Um, if I didn't, it, this would be an hour and a half long episode and nobody wants to hear me ramble that fucking long. Um, so I just wanted to, my next thing I wanted to say, a little housekeeping, I guess. My next thing I wanted to say is that if I offend you cussing, I apologize. It's just kind of how I talk. Um, which here is the first stereotype that we're going to get into, that intelligence is, like, there's a lack of intelligence if you use cuss words, and it's actually quite the opposite. Cuss words are a sign of intelligence. So the more you cuss, the smarter you are. So, yeah, fuck that. (laughs) Um, All right, so let's just go ahead and jump right on in. Um, I've talked about what bipolar is before a little bit, but I wanted to talk about the three different types of bipolar. Um, so bipolar one disorder is like, I have bipolar one disorder. Um, and so like people with BPD one or BPD, BD one, BPD is by, um, people with BP with BD one 
BPD is borderline personality disorder. That's how they generally determine the two, BD and BPD. Um, <clears throat> so people with BD1 experience mania, manic episodes. Um, they can last up to seven days or, or longer or and are severe enough to can be severe enough to immediate for immediate immediate hospitalization um depressive episodes may also occur typically lasting about two weeks um and again all this is dependent on the person it can be you can have one way or the other um and then they can also go through mixed episodes which to me are the fucking worst i your entire body feels like it's on fire it hurts to move, but you can't. You feel like you can't sit still. Like it's just, it's anti. Like I would rather one or the other over both at the same time. Um, so bipolar two disorder. Um, this involves a milder manic episode known as hypomania, um, which are not as severe um, as a full blown manic episode, but can still cause significant disruptions. People with bipolar two. Um, experience depressive episodes similar to those in uh, seen in bipolar one, um, and then there's the third one that nobody really talks about very much because it's relatively newer. Um, but this is the one that people think about whenever they hear someone say bipolar. When you hear somebody say, "Oh, well, that shit was bipolar," this is what they what they're talking about. This it's the cyclomythic, if I said that right, cyclothymic um, disorder. Um, which involves recurrent periods of hypomania and mild depression, but the symptoms are less severe and, and do not meet the criteria for full-blown mania or the major depressive episodes. So they're the ones that are, you know, up one minute, down for the next, and then up a minute and down, and then up and down, up and down all day. They can be, you know, several different moods in one day, you know, and... Not mixed phases. They can go from one mood to another and then back to another all throughout the day. Um, and that, that to me has got to be, that's got to be the worst, honestly, because you can't, I mean, there, can you imagine like not being able to, to regulate that at all? Like just constantly up and down, up and down, up and down. At least with me, it's like I'm up and now I'm down and then I'm even and then I'm down, and then I'm up, you know, I don't know, it's just, it's crazy to me where somebody's like, up, down, up, down, up, down, man, I just, I couldn't do it, um, which kind of brings me into, like, some of the stereotypes a little bit of what I, kind of some of the ones I wanted to cover, um, when it comes to intelligence and bipolar disorder, um, there are many that are surrounding bipolar disorder and intelligence and can be harmful and misleading, it's important to recognize that these stereotypes do not represent the entire reality uh, of the condition or the diverse experiences of individuals um, with bipolar disorder. Now, some of these common stereotypes are like, okay, so for the first one, genius or creative genius. So this goes into people like Beethoven, ba uh, Beethoven um, Edgar Allan Poe, Vincent van Gogh, um, there was a, a few authors that were like that. Um, I think Mark Twain might have been one. Um, th there's a few, quite a few. If you want to get even more recent, Kanye. Kanye just came out and said he has it. Um, so 
but not all of us have it. Not all of us. We may have some sort of creativity, and we may have some sort of creativity in like a smaller capacity, but not all of us are fucking rock stars, man. Not all of us are fucking, you know, whatever the hell else everybody has. Like, we don't, not all of us are just doing that. Not all of us are born into a life that we are able to do something like that. Not all of us have because of other halves other parts of our our bipolar we can't get to that level as much we may be creative as fuck and we may be the next kanye but we can't reach that level because there's something else going on in our brain that's not letting us it's not allowing us to have the determination to have the motivation to finally get and take that next step so that can be another i think that's another stereotype that just we're not all, you know, creative fucking geniuses. Um, this notion is, again, it's notion. It's based on historical examples of famous artists, writers, and musicians who had the condition. Um, not everyone in, condition, in this condition possesses extraordinary intelligence or creativity. Um, unpredictable intelligence. Another stereotype assumes that... Um, Intelligence levels in individuals with bipolar disorder fluctuate constantly with their mood swings. Their, this portrayal oversimplifies, oversimplifies the complexities of the condition and ignores the stable cognitive abilities that individuals may have during their stable phases. So basically, if you're not stable, your moods can go all over the fucking place. Which is not wrong. I mean, that's not a, not a wrong stereotype. It's just not that we're... I don't know it. I don't. I don't know. It, it's just that our emotions are not like regulated. I, I would say, at least for me, my emotions are not regulated in that same kind of on that same scale. Like for me, I can't say that you know my my intelligence fluctuates depending on my mood. Like. I'm not going to be smarter because I'm calm, cool, and collected. I'm not going to be dumber because I'm I'm angry. I might make rash decisions because I'm angry, but that has nothing to do with whether I'm intelligent or not. You know, I can make rash decisions when I'm, you know, calm, cool, and collected. You know, when I'm in a, you know, when I'm in a depressive phase, I can make great decisions. I can make negative decisions. Same thing with the manic decision. With them in manic, you know, I can make great decisions or really fucking terrible ones. You know, it really just kind of depends on me and the mood and the situation. So to sit there and say that you know un- unpredictable intelligence and it can vary, you know, b- depending on your mood, your that your intelligence, how smart you are, is is just kind of ignorant to me. Um, and that see that's the kind of thing this is what I want to break down this is the kind of stuff that I want to 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 get out there to people to understand like this is not when you read this shit on the internet this is not the fucking this is not the hardcore fact like the hardcore truth it may be the truth for a, a certain amount of people a majority of people a, a, a number of people but it's not necessarily true for you some of it might be but not all of it take what you need and leave the rest you know, and I don't know. So the next one is the lack of intelligence during depressive episodes. This stereotype suggests that individuals with bipolar disorder experience a sharp decline in intelligence during depressive modes. 
While cog cognitive impairments can occur during depressive phase, it is incorrect to assume that intelligence is per permanently diminished during these times. So basically, they're saying it it is going to go down. You are going to get dumb. It just it just won't last until you, you know once you once you get out of your depression, you'll be smart again. Just as long as you're depressed, you're dumb is essentially what they're saying there. Like again, my intelligence is not going to go down because I'm sad. Like it's just not going to happen. So again, I mean, it. I don't know how you're measuring intelligence in the way that you're saying that it's my intelligence has gone down in a depressive state. Now I'm sure there's some kind of scientific backing, and some 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 kind of scientific you know person out there is going to come to me and be like, no, nope, you're fucking dumb. This is why, you know. And great, that's awesome. But until then. This is just kind of what I'm thinking and kind of how I'm feeling. Um, because it, then it leads into like the inability to lead successful lives. There's a misconception that individuals with bipolar are unable to lead successful lives, successful productive lives, or maintain professional careers due to their condition. In reality, with proper treatment and support, many people with bipolar disorder lead fulfilling and su successful lives. Now that I agree with. See, I mean we can have productive lives you know we can live outside these boxes that people put us in you know and and not limit ourselves because of these walls that people have built around us you know and medication is one of those ways to to tear down those walls you know because then you can see the sunlight you and once you can see the sunlight then you can start to see the other shit around you and you start makes makes you start wanting to break through all the walls and eventually you're outside the fucking castle you know <clears throat> um so overemphasis on manic productivity now this okay some stereotypes portray mania as a state of heightened productivity and creativity while some individuals may experience increased energy and focus during manic or hypomanic episodes the associated risk or risks and potential negative consequences should not be overlooked wait what are you <laughs> this is saying basically the opposite that you during heightened productivity and creativity because your your intelligence goes up like so when you're depressed you go dumb and you get smarter when you're manic well then why why the fuck wouldn't we want to be manic i mean yeah i way more product way more productive and if you're saying that if that's what you're saying that like that's a stereotype then yeah it is a stereotype because it's fucking true because i like to get shit done i'm a doer and when i'm manic i get more shit done <laughs> like yes i'm productive I might start a whole bunch of shit and not all of it get finished at once, but eventually it all gets done. Now, there are still some half-assed unfinished things that I have not finished, but that's neither here nor there. For the most part, most of the shit that I start, I do end up finishing. So, on that one. Associating intelligence with mania. So here, here it is. Here's the root of the core right there. Here it is. Some may mistakenly believe that intelligence or creative abilities of individuals with bipolar disorder are direct result of their manic or hypomanic states. This oversimplification disregards the interplay of 
multiple factors, including genetics, upbringing, and environment, and shaping the individual's intelligence. Now, it's crucial to remember that bipolar disorder is a complex mental health condition, and intelligence varies among individuals, just like in the general population. Sometimes, it can perpetuate stigma and misconceptions, making it essential to approach discussions about bipolar dis disorder with intelligence with with intelligence and empathy understanding and a commitment to dis dispelling myths so i'm going to kind of end this right here just because this is if i have a whole another section written and ready to go but we're already almost 20 minutes in so i'm just going to cut this one and then we'll pick up on the next one uh, and do that in the next next episode um, but I do want to thank all of you um, for listening and I hope you still subscribe um, I do have I believe a subscription set up I'm trying to set up a Patreon um, I'm just not sure how to get it working into Spotify just yet so once I figure that out I'll, I'll set that up um, the reason I'm bringing this up is because none of the money is going to go to me. It's going to go straight to um, a charity of our choice. Um, every month, I'll I'll put out a poll and you know, and list you know four or five, or I'll just put out a questionnaire and see who you know wants to you know what charities what charities you guys want to donate to, and then we'll poll and vote on which one we actually send it to, and then we'll send it out there to them. Um, and so the I've also decided that if you donate more than five dollars, you if anything you donate is great. I, we're, I'm going to appreciate any of it, and I guarantee you the the charities are going to be more grateful. Um, but anybody that that donates over five dollars is going to get a shout out at the beginning of the next episode, and then. At, on top of that, I think eventually what I'm going to do is start doing bonus episodes and anybody that donates five is going to get access to those bonus episodes. So I'm not sure exactly how that's all going to work out, but that's the plan. So I hope everything works out for you. And just remember that if you need help and you need somebody to talk to, please seek it out. And remember, you don't have to sit in the dark alone. 